I love video games so much. I'm pretty fond of this podcast, too. They're fun. This is fun. Video games are fun. Well, not all games. Echo the Dolphin's not really that fun, but most games are fun. You know what isn't fun? Buying razor blades. And my friends over at Harry's agree. And that's why they started their company. And I don't understand why anybody would buy razors from anyone else. I'm super serial. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG and pick up a $3 trial set to find out for yourself why I'm so damn serial about this. Harry's makes the best razor blades out there and they ship them right to your front door. I don't think I'm allowed to lie in these, but I'm not anyways. I've been using Harry's for years and I've never considered going anywhere else. The blades come in this awesome little container that's easy to travel with and keeps them sharp and clean and the razor handle doesn't look like a piece of plastic out of cyberpunk. Those handles are great for high school kids with peach fuzz but you're a man now. Shave like one. And it's not just the blades. Looking good is great but smelling good is just as important. Harry's has skin softening body wash with scents like stone, wildlands, and redwood. I don't want to smell like plastic. I want to smell like a man. They have awesome smelling deodorant for $5, hair products, grooming supplies, everything you need to go from a five to a nine. Well, like an eight, and we don't want to overpromise. Well, like an eight, at least. Harry's offers subscriptions so you can get your blades and supplies when you need them, and you can feel free to cancel at any time, but you won't want to, I promise. Listen to me. Harry's is legit. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. As you may or may not know, I'm a comedian by night, and as much as I love talking about old video games, uh, telling jokes is how I actually pay my bills. So please check out my website. Uh, In addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, videos of my stand-up, all of my upcoming shows, and my contact information. If you need a comedian for your next fundraiser, corporate event, house party, whatever you got going on, uh, hit me up. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a good review. Uh, And most importantly, please tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every single Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about a game from back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you guys so much for listening this week, episode 40. It is WrestleMania week. We are going back to wrestling games. Uh, my buddy Andre is here, and we are talking WWE SmackDown. Here comes the pain for the PlayStation 2. Probably the only wrestling game that can get into a conversation with no mercy as far as the greatest of all time goes, at least by the overall majority of society standards. If you're listening to this and you have an alternate opinion, that's fine. I just don't want to hear it. Uh, I'm half serious. Uh, you guys, thanks for listening. Uh, I, this is the last wrestling one for a while. Um, I know that in 40 episodes, I think we've burned one, two, three, three or four wrestling games now. Um, the download numbers on them are always good. People seem to be into them. I think we all played wrestling games growing up, at least at one point anyway. Uh, but this is the last one for a while. I just figured it's WrestleMania week. Uh, it's WrestleMania season. It's the biggest time of the year for WWE. I'd get topical because maybe I could cash in on some hashtags and get a few more downloads. So, uh, Speaking of hashtags, I hashtag on Twitter, and I do it on Instagram because we're on both. You can find us at MemberTheGame. Uh, we follow back everyone that follows, so come find us, say hi. That'd be pretty cool. We're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash RememberTheGame. Uh, you can find us there, and then we have a website. Hopefully you found it this podcast through it, but RememberTheGamePodcast.com. You'll find blogs for all of our po- or all of our episodes and links to download the show on just about any service you want. So uh, come find us on one or all of those things. That would be pretty cool. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, I don't want to get too far into the wrestling thing. This isn't a wrestling podcast. This is a fucking video game podcast. But as anyone that listening to this knows, 
or maybe not anyone, I guess I shouldn't, um, good fucking podcasting ad. I'm just rambling. If you don't know, I am a huge wrestling fan. I love it. I've been a pro wrestling fan most of my life. I have been kicking around the idea for a podcast about wrestling forever. I just, I don't know if I've got the time to sink into a second one. Uh, but WrestleMania season is traditionally about the, the best time of the year to be a wrestling fan. It's from the Royal Rumble in January up to WrestleMania in early April. And, uh, I'll be honest with you guys, like, Anyone listening to this that's a wrestling fan, I'd be curious to know what you think. Like, this looks like an awful WrestleMania. And I'm a very big believer of benefit of the doubt. Let's wait and see if this sucks or not. But, like, this does not look good. The card sucks. I mean, there's only one or two matches I'm really interested in. Uh, I'm still going to watch it. But, eh, I don't know. It just doesn't look good. It sucks. Wrestling is just not what it used to be, you know? To me, like... When I look back at pro wrestling, I, I I consider there. I mean, I think most people consider the Attitude Era from the late '90s to be like the pinnacle of pro wrestling. I think you could give an argument to like the Hulk Hogan era, the WrestleMania era, whatever you want to call it, from the '80s and the early '90s too. Uh, but then there is another era that I think doesn't get the props it deserves, and it's right after the Attitude Era, right after the invasion ended and they shut down WCW and ECW and everything. Um, I believe the technical term for it is the ruthless aggression era i think that's what they call it but uh and it's from this when this game came out and that's early 2000s you know when you had uh, i got when i think of that it's the only time in wrestling history i think of smackdown before i think of raw and i think of the smackdown six uh which if you don't know are uh, eddie and chavo guerrero kurt angle uh edge ray mysterio and chris benoit um little awkward but whatever uh but then you also have like yeah brock lesnar you know there the i think of of i mean biker taker i guess was around back then uh at least i think he was um just i don't know man just some great fucking wrestling john cena debuted then actually i, I tried to get his music into this episode i don't know if it's gonna work we're gonna find out when you're listening to this because as i record this intro i don't know if the music's gonna work when i try to upload it or not anyway wrestling used to be a lot of fun it kind of sucks now but that's then, this is now, now is now, that was then, we're going back to then, we're going back to 2003 when wrestling was fucking rad, and we were talking Here Comes the Pain this week, my buddy Andre. Quickly before I get into that, a couple other things I wanted to point out. I know these, uh, no one's complained these are too uh, too long and, and when, boy, I suck at this. I've had a lot of coffee today too. Uh, too long-winded yet. Uh, if you think they are too long-winded, uh, please don't say that in a review, just tell me in private, that'd be nice. Um... I just wanted to give out a shout out to someone that's been leaving me some comments and some reviews, and that's my buddy Klotz. Uh, my, he's a really old friend of mine. Uh, Klotz is his last name. I don't know if he wants his full name given away, so I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to say Klotz. Uh, fucking really old buddy of mine, and he has been listening to them on YouTube and leaving me funny comments. So, hey, buddy, I hope you hear this. If you do, fucking uh, life is good. Go Stonecutters. That's our old hockey team. He'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, and thanks for listening, man. I appreciate it. And thanks to all of you guys that have reached out with some kind words and comments and supporting the show. Like I say it every week, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate uh, any of the support I get. Uh, I was at EB Games this week. That's the other thing I wanted to touch on. I don't go in there much anymore. I buy most of my games digital, but there's a new Yoshi game uh, released for the Nintendo Switch the last week, Yoshi's Crafted World. And uh, it's pretty easy. It's about what I expected, but it seems like a perfect one to play with my girlfriend. She doesn't play a lot of video games. Um, she'll say it herself. I'm not trying to slam her. She's not super good at them. Uh, sorry, I was just fixing something on my sound there. I hope that that didn't screw up the sound too much. Um, ah, you guys are used to being a subpar podcast. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Anyway, so I went and bought Yoshi so Shaylee and I could play it together. And, uh, my thought was I bought a physical because once I'm done it, I'm going to trade it in or sell it or something. But like, man, every time I go into EB games, that's the point I was trying to get to about 30 seconds ago when I started this. Every time I go into EB games, it just feels like there's more and more crap and less and less games. Like the EB stands for everything but games. And I understand that they're a business and they need to evolve with the times. But like... I'll tell you, if I was like a shareholder, if I fucking owned a store, or if I worked there even, and if you're listening to this and you work there, I'm not trying to say you're going to lose your job tomorrow or anything, but like the writing is on the wall, isn't it? Like they're in trouble, you know, more and more people are going digital or they're buying their games off Amazon. I hardly know anyone that just shops regularly at EB Games anymore. And it's like, it just is so much crap. You go in and it's just fucking those Funko pop heads everywhere and t-shirts and plush toys and cups and keychains. And there's like 400 PlayStation classics piled up in one corner of the store. And then it's like in one little small edge, there's the video games. It just, you know, like it's almost like they should drop the, like drop, don't call it EB Games or GameStop or whatever anymore. Just call it fucking like Toys R Us 2 or something. I don't know. Anyway, 
Uh, it's less me shitting on them. Well, I guess I am kind of shitting on them, but that's not what I was trying to do. I was just trying to point out that like, there's a lot of garbage in there now, and it's it's kind of sad because I there was a time where I fucking loved going to EB Games, and I don't really enjoy it anymore now because I feel like I'm just waiting through someone, not waiting but waiting through like some fucking hoarder's collection to try to look at some video games. You know, it's just a mess. Uh, also, Sega announced details on their Sega Genesis Classic this week, and it's coming out. I think it's September of this year. Uh, it's pretty cool that they're taking so much time with this thing. They're really trying to make it count. And um, they released, there was a Sega Genesis Classic that came out, uh, I think last year, maybe the year before. And it was made by At Games, I believe. And the general consensus was that it was not good. I didn't try it. Uh, I was tempted to buy it a few times, but every review, I, I haven't seen a good review of it yet. So uh, I did get the Sega Genesis Classics collection on my Switch. It's okay. Uh, but I want that mini console to put next to my, my NES and my SNES one. Uh, particularly if it's haggable. Uh, and this one looks pretty cool. So I hope Sega knocks this out of the park. I think they're going to. I can't remember the name of the company that they have uh, doing all the emulation of the games, but apparently they're like as good as it gets in the business. So I'm pretty excited for that. I'm not pre-ordering it, um, at least not yet, but uh, but I am pretty interested in it. I, I plan on getting one. Uh, it looks rad. So if you guys are interested in that, there's a Sega Genesis Classic coming in September. It looks pretty cool. And hopefully the Nintendo 64 Classic is right behind it um nintendo okay that's a lot of rambling i think i'm just about done talking now just quickly uh before i get to what i'm playing and then uh talking about our episode this week uh, if you listen to this on spotify uh can you just if you know me i mean you don't have to like i mean leave me a good review would be rad or leave me a message on facebook or twitter or something but like if anyone was listening to this on spotify i just want to know if it's working because i don't have a spotify account so i can't get in to admit, uh, I had like a free sample account, but I don't really know anything about how Spotify works. And when I went on to try to check, the last episode that it said was uploaded on my feed uh, was Sonic 3 and Sonic and & Knuckles, and that's like a dozen episodes ago. And I just don't know what's going on with it now. So according to our downloads, is working. We had almost 1,000 downloads on Spotify in March. So I, I, I think it is working, but just I want to make sure you guys are getting the new episodes, and it's not just people finding old episodes and thinking the podcast is dead. So if you listen to this on Spotify, even one person, really just if you know me in person, yell at me, shoot me a text, send me a Facebook message, a tweet, something, something, please just let me know that I'm not fucking this up any harder than I already fuck it up when I talk to the microphone like I have been for the last 10, 10 minutes of an intro. Jesus. Okay. What have I been playing this week? Uh, Tetris 99 still. I love it. God, I love that game so much. Um, I'm at 32 wins in 320 games. Exactly. So one out of 10, keeping the clip. It's, ah, it's fucking Tetris. It's probably the best Tetris game ever made. At least in my opinion. Um, like I said, my girlfriend and I have dipped into Yoshi's Crafted World on the Switch. It's fun. It's charming. It's gorgeous to look at. It is sickeningly easy which I kind of expected, um, but even still, I'm, ha- I'm I'm just getting bored. It's not even bad. I'm just getting bored of it, but we'll finish it. This is a good game for my girlfriend and I to play together. So check that out if you have a spouse or somebody that doesn't play video games or a kid that's really little. It's not good at video games. Uh, it's basically impossible to die in this one. You could play a two-player, and it's it's it'd be fun to play with somebody like that. Uh, and then uh, my little brother and his girlfriend uh, lent me their Nintendo 3DS uh, and Majora's Mask. I've never played through Majora's Mask. I've tried it once, didn't really get into it. And uh, so I was bound and determined. I was like, I got to get a playthrough this done so I can do an eventual episode about it on this podcast because everyone sings the praises of Majora's Mask. And I'm um, three or four hours in, and so far, so good. We'll see. Near the end, I have some likes. I have some dislikes. I'm not a huge 3D Zelda guy. I prefer my Zelda's two-dimensional. Top-down is perfect. Uh, but this one so far has been pretty rad. So I'll, I'll finish it, uh, and then we'll do an episode on it, and I'll let you guys know what I think or don't think. There's already people probably writing angry emails because I shit said something even remotely negative about Majora's Mask, but fuck them. Fuck ya. No, don't. It's fine. Whoa, there's 11. Okay. This week, we are talking WWE SmackDown. Here comes the pain. My buddy Andre is back. Andre hosts some wrestling podcasts. You can find them on the Backbreaker Network. He's a huge wrestling fan, as am I. I loved this episode. I love this game. It's WrestleMania season. If you're not a wrestling fan, I'm sorry. Skip this week. We'll be back with something non-wrestling in seven days. But until then, this game came out on October 27th, 2003 in North America for the PlayStation 2. Considered by many the best game in the SmackDown series. Maybe the best wrestling game of all time. It can go neck and neck with WWF No Mercy, depending on who you're asking. It's a pretty damn good game, and I'm excited to talk about it. Cue the music. Andre and I are going to sit back and... You guys are going to sit back and relax. (laughs) 
And listen to Andre and I talk about WWE SmackDown. Here comes the pain. Here we go. Look, we've all been there. You're on your computer. You're plugging away at a project or a video or a podcast. And then somehow you lose your work. The computer crashes. You drop your phone on the delete key. Your hard drive isn't terraformed or whatever it is. Lightning strikes the transmitter. doesn't matter. Bottom line, your work is gone and it's devastating which is why you need backup, literally, in the form of CrashPlan. They're offering a free trial of their computer backup services and some special deals, all for the hot dogs at CrashPlan.com RTG. CrashPlan is the ultimate computer backup service. Whether you're just a solo internet renegade like myself, or you run a business with a bunch of people all click-clacking away, CrashPlan hangs out in the background while you work, and every 15 minutes, they encrypt and backup all the files on your computer that have changed in that time. So if if your computer decides to jerk you around and they do and you lose your work a backup is waiting for you and it's not a backup from yesterday it's a backup from the last 15 minutes come on now that's that's pretty sweet and not only are they saving the most recent versions of your work they can back up unlimited versions of your work so it's like a rewind button realize you screwed something up an hour ago just rewind an hour go find an old version of it and you're just like that you're done you're back to the races it's awesome time is money don't waste your day redoing your work in a rage-filled stupor if something goes wrong. Check out Crash Plan, invest in a safety net, and save yourself a ton of time and stress when your computer decides not to play nice. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited-time buy-one-get-one offers for Remember the Game listeners. That's CrashPlan.com RTG. Back up better with Crash Plan. First of all, Andre, welcome back, my friend. How was life? Ah, good, good. It's too fucking cold. Oh, dude, but it's brutal. It's been like a month. I I know, like literally, anyone that's listening to this show, uh, hopefully this doesn't one, this one doesn't go up for a while, and by the time it goes up, it's fucking warm. But we're recording it on on Val- Happy Valentine's Day. Man. Yeah, Happy Valentine's it's Day. Val- buddy. This is what we're doing for Valentine's Day. Andre and I are <laughs> sitting alone talking about video games. That's how fucking cool we yeah, are. Yeah, that's that's total best uh, Valentine's Day plans ever. You know. <laughs> Uh, so this week uh, we're we're gonna dip back into the wrestling archives. Um, I hope for the sake of my listeners that people that listen to this ga- uh, podcast like wrestling games because I fucking love them. And so this is one of many many episodes. About I know you've, them. I know you've got at least a couple. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, so this week we are looking at the PlayStation Two. Uh, I'm gonna straight up just call it a classic. Uh, SmackDown. Yep. Here comes the pain. Uh, th- now this is. I was looking. Now I had to do a little homework for this one because it's been a long time, and this isn't one I could just pick up and play somewhere, right? It's been a like you said that you downloaded. Uh, well, you found a way to play it. We'll yeah, just I, found, say I found a way to play it. I, <laughs> I, I had a buddy who owned, owned a copy, so I ended up playing it. Let's just say that. Yeah, all right, and uh, uh, like fuck, I haven't played this game in years and years, uh, dude. This was a fucking. So this is the fifth SmackDown game. I was looking at it online because it was SmackDown and SmackDown Two. Then just bring it. Uh, uh, just bring shut it. Your mouth. Shut your mouth, and then it was here comes the pain. Here comes the pain. The first one that I wasn't think. a uh, rock catchphrase. Yeah, he didn't. Have it his was Brock's. You know what? I like, and this is something. Okay, we'll get to the game in a second. Uh, I knew this forever. I just like it never really dawned on me until I was getting ready for this that like the Rock was so big that they created a second show and named it after something he said. Yeah, and then they that's, created a, they created an entire video game series off his, off like, his catchphrases. That's fucking wild, man! Like it, it's nuts. He's I love The Rock so much, well, and, and he's and he's become even huger today. But yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Like the show's been on for twenty years, I think. Or uh, close. It's coming, I think it's coming, it's coming up, up on, on twenty. Years. It's either hit its twentieth or coming up on twenty. Yeah, and like and it's still like that name. Stayed. Yeah, this is this year sometime. Yeah, that's the twentieth anniversary. Because yeah, nineteen ninety nine was when it debuted. I think the fall. That's wild. Yeah. So this is the fifth one. 
I'll be honest with you, like, and I mean, we'll try to stick to this one as much as we can. Oh yeah. But I, I played the first couple on the original PlayStation Two. Yeah. Uh, not the not PlayStation Two, but on the original PlayStation as well. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I found them okay. I thought the graphics were cool, but I found them kind of sloppy, just a little choppy with the controls and stuff. This one, they really hit their stride with controls, man. Yeah, I, I think because you, you you had a lot of game, like you had you had four games before this to really perfect your way you're you're doing the style mm-hmm. and how you're playing it, and mm-hmm. and the graphics much improved, dude. Like, it's even from the from the previous SmackDown to this one, you wouldn't think they're on the same console. Like, no, looking at the like looking at clips of it today, this morning, getting ready for this podcast. This is 2019, so this game has been out a long time. This is two generations of hardware ago. Yep. This game still looks like surprisingly good. Like, and you can you can tell it's not it's nowhere near today, but that's again 15, mm-hmm. 16 years. But this game, it, it looked it for the time, it looked beautiful. Like Dude, it looked, yeah. Like, the graphics were great. Like you look at the rot like as the roster's going through the roster screen, everybody pops up. Yeah. It's like I'm like Wow, they cat like they cat like. I think some of the likenesses in this one are better than some of the likenesses they put in the games today. Yeah, like I, agree I like with I that. see some like I'll, I I I'm a diehard. I buy I buy WWE every year. Yeah, and I look at some of them and I'm just like that doesn't quite look like the face. But in back here when you didn't have to go to as you still have detail, but not to the extent there is. I think they did a better job. Yeah, dude, it looks really really good. Like it looks like. I mean, I, we're gonna sit here and basically blow smoke up this game's ass mm-hmm. for the next uh, twenty long, minutes yeah. because it deserves it. But like the the controls are are tight, and it really yeah, like we'll still, the graphics like it looks good to this day. It looks fine. Like I mean, I'm sure if you're like a kid who's used to PS4 and you started like you started with your wrestling gaming on the 2K like 18, 2K 19 games, yeah, you look at this and laugh. But I'm like, dude, this looks fucking good for 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 growing up and like this is what I'd be. I think I was like 15 when this came out. Like this is was huge. Like the graphic style, the the play style, everything was just. It was such an improvement. Like on everything we would seen come before it. Yeah. Well, because like okay, so I just did one of these the other day. I don't know what order these are going to go up in. Uh, about another wrestling game. Okay. I don't want to say which one it is in case it hasn't gone up yet. Okay. But uh, outside of the Nintendo sixty four THQ games, like those the big four, uh, wrestling games have always looked kind of silly. Like when they try to hit their moves, there's a lot of like they go cardboard fall over and you know what i mean like they just look kind of they didn't look quite right something about them didn't look quite right and, and i'm not sure if it was the one before this but this era this is where the game where they actually started the moves looked like you're coming off like brock's f5 it looked like he got him on the shoulder yeah and it looked perfect he looks like he's driving that head into the ground it yeah. didn't look as blocky as it used to no it doesn't it doesn't look quite as 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 fake frankly like it's yeah. cardboardy and like and i'm sure that's a hard thing to do like to take all of these different wrestlers with all these different body types and put them in all these moves and try to make the moves look good yeah it has to be a ridiculously hard thing to and do and i don't know if they were doing mocap back then either because now with mo- motion capture you can capture a lot of those moves just mm-hmm. by having a person move around yeah but i don't know if i don't i don't i don't think they were doing i don't think wwe was putting their guys into their with with the creation teams yeah to do the mocap because like you have legit professional wrestlers doing <laughs> like like ricochet did did a bunch did like all his high-flying moves he did them in the performance center with mocap on yeah yeah but yeah. like i don't think they did that back then and that's a hard hard to, to Dude, do like it's insane like it's, it's like looking at it i was like this is really like to me, this was the first game that took the the realistic styling of like the Attitude and the original SmackDown games and combined them with like I've always felt the wrestling the, the No Mercy games like the, the Nintendo sixty four ones look kind of cartoony. Mm-hmm. I love them, but they look kind of cartoony. They were like and they I, were this cartoony really yeah, play. Like and the, I and I felt like this was really the first one that that com- that hit that perfect stride of combining the fluidity of those Nintendo 64 games with the realism of the early SmackDown and the attitude and stuff like that games. Yeah. I gave you the feel like, and I, I don't know. It just, the play style for me, it, it didn't feel choppy anymore. Like, no, it always felt choppy. Like, I guess and that's kind of weird to say in wrestling, but, choppy, yeah. <laughs> but it, it always felt like when you're punching a guy, it's like, uh, and they fall back. But this one, it felt like a fluid punch. Yeah, it was a fluid. Uh, yeah, like I don't know, maybe I don't know if that came in the couple series before, but if like I know this one, it feels fluid. Yeah, this game is like to this day. I think that this is probably the number one contender to No Mercy for the greatest wrestling game. Like when most, at least greatest WWF game. Well, when people it, argue about it, this one can hold its own against 
No mercy. I, I think it was the fact like of what you put into this game that you have like now you have at this point Brock Lesnar is probably the top guy in that company. Yeah. This game's like it's using his catchphrase, here comes the pain. Yeah. And I don't know, I, I think it's just I know this game when I was a kid was huge and even like a year or two after, when at, when we got you got into SmackDown versus Raw and other, all the other games, mm-hmm. this one was still insanely important. Yeah, like a lot of people still went back and played that one, even though there was newer games to play. Yeah, yeah, it really was. It's like it's funny because like you can look back at the 16-bit era games, uh, and wrestling in the 16-bit era was fun, but they were pretty basic. Royal Rumble, that was I, I, the, probably the best. Right, <laughs> and then I, I feel like No Mercy was where they originally like that was where they kind of. Took the first. I know you can argue the ones before, but No Mercy was like the original perfection of the move into three D. Yeah, the three D. But then games, this yeah. was. I really feel like this game was the next perfection, like the next leap into making it look like a realistic. Just to make it seem game. like you were actually controlling two full on yeah. wrestlers versus yeah. two cartoony fun guys in and, there. Yeah, and it wasn't just the graphics, man. Like this one, uh, like I, it took me a minute, like watching the videos to be like, oh yeah, I remember this. Like they nailed the controls. You know, one of my arguments with the original early realistic looking games, like the attitude style games, was you had to put in like the, the button combinations to fucking hit a move, which was so frustrating. But this one's hold a button, push push the direction. Yeah. Kind of, like, and that's and and that's the control system. They still base it on today. Right. Because I think that was the best control system ever. It is right now. This is still THQ. And if you remember, like, in the Nintendo 64 days, I know I keep going back to them, you guys, but if you're oh, a wrestling a gamer, game. you know you, those games oh, yeah. are, right? Like, it used to be uh, you would hit you would hit A to light grapple, or you would hold A to strong grapple, and then up, down, left, or right, plus A would do a move. Yeah. Right? And in this one, you hold up, down, left, or right, and then hit A, or whatever button it is, X, to, to grapple, square, but you grab four yeah. different types of grapples, like strong, uh, fucking... Because if you tap... If you tap the X, again, I'm, I'm, I'm going through PlayStation. Yeah. If you tap X, it's like a regular grab move. But if you hold X or whatever, it's it's the stronger, it's another, it's a yeah. different move, but in the same direction. Which is from, which is, yeah, which is from their original gameplay. But instead of just making a generic grapple, there are four different types of grapples with and like each if arrow. You, yeah, if you do, uh, but if you just hit and down, it's the one. So you, yeah. get, you can get eight in total. That's right. the thing. So there's eight different types of grapples, and then each grapple has four different moves assigned to it. Yeah, which is like, dude, they like so they took their own formula and found a way to make it infinitely deeper. Oh, very much so. Because that's one of the things about these early games is like you realistically only have half a dozen moves that you use, right? You know what I mean? Like you have you have your four light I, grapple moves, your four heavy grapple moves. Yeah, but and but just going through like I I like I said I played this recently. You go through Creator Wrestler, and if you get it, you just go on Exhibition Creator Wrestler. You can pick through some of some. Uh, there's a, a, a crazy amount of moves in this game. Yeah, it's nuts, eh? Yeah. And one of the things that I forgot about this game until I was researching is uh, not only is there a insane amount of moves, uh, which makes the creator like the creator wrestler has gotten crazier and crazier by the year. Like yeah. it's fucking ridiculous what you can you can literally create anyone today, almost right down to their actual likeness if you put enough time into oh, it. Oh, you look. Okay, I but, go on community creations and it's yeah. just crazy. Some of them, but even here, like. like this game is almost twenty. Like, I'm looking at it right now. This was released in 2003. Yeah. So what is that? 16 years ago. Yeah, be about 15 and a half years ago. Yeah. And uh, and even back then, the creator wrestler is sick. And I mean, like what you can do with your outfit and all that kind of stuff is cool. But you're right. It's the it's the I that's always been my favorite thing about creating a wrestler is the sheer list of moves and you flip through and you're like oh like i've never even seen some of you these can, moves you can before. combo like a guy with an f5 that also has a uh a 450 splash yeah yeah which for actually brock lesnar can do a shooting star but you know what i mean <laughs> well, well almost yeah hey, hey he, he used to hit it in ovw all the time yeah, he did. But, like, it's just being able to put those different types of moves in or, hit yeah. like, have a guy who can hit the choke slam but also can hit a 619, where now you, you, they break up that moves now. But. Yeah, but that's one of those things that, like, they didn't have to put that many moves in and nobody would have complained. You know what no. I mean? But they just did. And I think that that's the type of stuff, like, those are the types of things that give the polish to a game like this that make it stand the test of just, time. And just I know it's having, not the only just having line, multiple but. kinds of arm drags, multiple kinds of... Yeah. Of uh, hip tosses, that, yeah. or multiple times of uh, types of choke slam, clotheslines, clotheslines. Yeah, yeah. It's it's 
Just, I, you can really, really get unique and make you, your guy play the way you, you can, want him to play. You can have your guy play exactly. Yeah, like you can have him if you like the way that Big Show does a choke slam over how Kane does a choke slam, or you just don't like how either does. There's probably another choke slam in yeah, that game. Yeah, there's tons. Yeah. And one of the things I loved about this game was that you could go into current wrestlers and change whatever you wanted about oh, that. Oh yeah, that was fucking rad. So if a guy like if like you could go into Chris Jericho who wasn't doing the Code Breaker in 2003, you could put the Code Breaker and in. give him the Code Breaker because oh, yeah. I promise that move is in the game somewhere. It's in there somewhere. It right? has to be like it's it's yeah. That's the type of shit that like I just I fucking adore when companies put that kind of or, like attention to detail into their game. Or if you wanted somebody else's finisher, like you wanted the Olympic Slam for your character, you go in and change. You could change Kurt Angles to. Uh, a side rush and leg sweep, and then you've got yeah. the Olympic slam or yeah. the angle slam, whatever you want to call it. It, it gives it infinite replay because if you want to just like you, I mean, and I'm like, I'm not even ashamed to admit it. I used to do this. I don't remember if I did it by the time this game came out, but I used to run like my own federations just by myself mm-hmm. where I would like write down their records and keep track of like who was wrestling it. Oh, people are I making think, fun I, of me. I, right I think now. a lot of us wrestling fans did that. Sure. And so, like, to be able to not only do that, but to go in and like, oh, I can change fucking. Kurt Angle's entrance and put him in DX if I want to yep. and then change his finisher too if I want to like yeah. that like I, I fucking love when they put that kind of detail into a game yeah like it, it, it makes it so much more fun because you can have like your own real characters like you said like like if you really wanted to like I know in this game I think being the fact that it was season 3 I think it's Haas, Benjamin, and Angle are known as team, are all in, you had the team oh, Angle in that game. So they were the you can make them the NWO, or you can make right. them DX. Like you could you could turn them into, and you could like, but still being who they are, but you can make them your version of the NWO. I love that you could make like that, like the NWO to a lesser extent DX. And it's funny because I liked DX more than the NWO back in the day. Yeah, but in a wrestling here. video game, I would much prefer to be able to make my own NWO. Oh, if, if I'm if I'm like to this day when I'm playing, I, I'll take the NWO entrance as like my tri- my stable's trio entrance over a DX entrance. Uh, of course, yeah. So, okay, so the customization is sick. The sheer amount of moves is ridiculous. The graphics are beautiful. The controls are great. One of the other things I wanted to touch on in this game is the roster. Now, like some of the legends dude like now to be fair it doesn't do anything that 99 percent of wrestling games since even before this one did where they just take all the wrestlers that are on the roster and throw them into the game and i know there's a couple exceptions like there is every year but just you know what honestly dude watching these videos flashed me back to being a wrestling fan in this era and i really feel like this was right around here like in that brock lesnar thug life john cena that era is yeah. is like Eddie Guerrero and, and Chris Benoit and all them. It's like they this was where, to me, they kind of lost their footing post attitude when they did the invasion and the invasion kind of sucked and everything. Yeah, and this is where they had gotten their stride well, they, back. They, they had, I think this was after like because you, you had that weird two thousand two, and I think two thousand late two thousand two and two thousand three really developed the SmackDown six. Like you had you be, yeah. SmackDown became your pure wrestling show. Yeah. Raw became your entertainment show, but it it, it, it was like, it became its own style of entertainment. And then, yeah. SmackDown just became this pure great wrestling, and then this kind of game captured it all. Dude, the roster is so good, and it's like it's fun to look back on it now and be like, "Fuck, there are some legends in this okay. game." I was looking this up, and there's a few guys that only this is the only game they are ever in. Ultimo Dragon. This is the only Fuck. WWE. I, I don't know if he's been in other games. Sure. It's the only WWE. Ultimo Dragon is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time for good and bad it, right. for he's what one of my favorite WrestleMania entrances of all time. Cause he slips on his Cape <laughs> and, and coming out for that b- battle Royal at WrestleMania 20. But he it's, I don't know. It, he was just that he was Rey Mysterio before Rey Mysterio ever was yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's, I don't know. And the other one was uh Sh- Sean O'Hare, which I don't think many people remember that guy. No, I love Sean he, O'Hare. Man. He was, he was phenomenal. Like, and, when he first started wrestling, I hated him so much because he used the what he called the Shantan bomb. Yeah, it was the Swanton, which is just Swanton. It was so mad. But, but they was, only recently did I realize they Jeff's Hardy stole that from PCO. Sure. <laughs> and but I mean, like to watch him do it, it was like this is a six and a half foot fucking giant doing the Swanton mm-hmm. bomb. Yeah. And then George the Animal Steel and being in this game. That's that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it, yeah. It, you wouldn't like. I don't think I, you've never seen him in there before. He's never been in it again. But I think that's it's. A character that I think today, I think fans, if they put that in a new release, would be like, oh my God, George the Animal Steel, because he's this legendary character, right. but nobody's ever gotten to use him much. I don't I, I don't remember if this was uh, the first 
game that had legends, but I do remember the legends. Like, and I have a couple of them right here in front of me now. Like, I just remember thinking it was so rad that like Vintage Taker was in it, Roddy Piper, well, Jimmy Snuka, uh, the Million Dollar Man was in it. Like, just I thought oh, yeah. that was so rad to be able to play as these old school guys. Well, especially for Taker, who you who you today, yeah, you have you you get multiples of a bunch of characters. I know sure. in the last game it was multiples of Ray Wyatt, multiples yeah. Dan Bryan's, but now. You get for this early on when Taker's an active member of the roster, like no, it's getting to and he's still his biker Taker. He was biker Taker then, yeah. And you get, you get him. You get to play as his early '90s Undertaker, like the purple and all this. It's kind of awesome. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all need somebody: your spouse, your friends, your family. Lean on me. When you're not strong. I hope my singing didn't ruin your day. But the point is, we all need relationships. And unfortunately, they're not always easy. They take work. My substantially better half and I have put more work into our relationship than just about anything I've ever touched. And that's how she's been able to stand me for so long. It's give and take. And therapy can be a great way to help balance the taking with the giving. I've been beating this drum for a while and I will continue to beat. Talking to a therapist is one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's almost like a massage for your mind. My therapist has helped me be a better partner, friend, and person. And honestly, sometimes they've just been a great ear to bend when I need to vent about the stress in my life. And therapy can help anyone. You don't have to have been through some crazy trauma to reap the benefits of talking to somebody. If any of this is getting through and you're thinking about giving therapy a shot, consider better help. I've used them myself, and they're legit when they say they make therapy as convenient and accommodating as possible. Fill out a short questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist that suits your needs, and you schedule appointments around your schedule. And all of your sessions are done online or over the phone, so you can squeeze in a mind massage when it works best for you. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. You know what, man? Just just talking, like, it just puts a smile on my face. Like, this game was cool. And what I love about this is, like, so many games today, and I mean, maybe they would have done this back then if they could, but so many games today hide behind DLC and paywalls and they kind of cheap out on games and then they throw in extra stuff, but you got to pay for it and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. This game, it was just like, it was like, okay, well, we have two more weeks before we have to do the final right-click save as and, and ship this game. What else can we squish in? Like, what other guy, what other wrestler can it, we squish in? Like, like it, this this game for the back, like, is, this game didn't have Hogan in it. it that was a last-minute, I guess, decision because he left the company. Yeah, it didn't like, have Jeff Hardy either. Yeah, because both of them left the company in the in the, during the summer before this game came out, yeah. which is kind of crazy without thinking about how long a game needs development. Yeah, yeah. If they're, they're deleting everything in, like, was it like July or August having to put this game in? That's that's crazy. Yeah, but they left like all their shit in. Like you could create them if you. Oh yeah, yeah, to, you like, could create them. But it's it's the fact like you you deleting a character out isn't a, isn't an easy. It's not easy because you have to reprogram it so people can't access the files right, yeah, and all yeah. this other stuff. Yeah, it's dude. I yeah, I fucking just flipping through it. I was like, God, I love the roster of this game, and I won't even like. I know he catches some heat from people now and stuff, and that's fine. But I un embarrassed or unembarrassed i'm not i'm more embarrassed for my english than i am for fucking who i played i played the fuck out of this game as john cena because original pre-wwe champion thug life john oh, cena yeah. is one of my favorite k-mix of all time oh i i i love john cena at this point like he was just rad. before he just before he dropped the album and he turned face yeah uh, this is a great john cena I, another of my guilty pleasure for this game is gonna sound really weird is a train a-train, I don't know why. Right? I was always a fan of A Train, and in the in the I don't know why. Fair, whatever. That's I don't. Fine. And, he, and the, to what to what he's. I don't know. He's just a just this big dude who had a weird big gimmick. Hairy cat, two yeah. two years before he had the weird. He had a, he had the Prince Albert gimmick, and that's yeah. just weird. So but, in, in this game, is he like the Scotty Too Hotty A Train? No, no. He's or is uh, he like the two thousand and three A Train, where he's it's him. He's like he was teaming up with Big Show at, at, in two thousand three. Oh, fuck. And he's, oh yeah, he's just, yeah. He's just big burly A Train yeah. who's just like got the piercings on his on his lips. That's it. And it's, oh. I, I don't know why that, I always liked fine. him. That's fine. I think it's funny. I love it. Oh, that's fucking uh, awesome. I don't know. I always I always liked A Train. I don't know why. As much as I despise him, I liked playing Goldberg in this game too. Just oh, because yeah. Goldberg, I was like, and I hate Goldberg. I think this is the last time you saw Goldberg. This is the it is the only game at this point because he only just come in the company mm-hmm. here before. 
and then or just this that year. And I don't think you'd see him in a game again till I think a couple of years ago when he, they he, did the Goldberg release. Yeah, he has to be like a legend now, right? Oh yeah, he's but, like they put him in a couple of years ago as a as a as like, a legend in the game. There's something weird about Goldberg where you can fucking hate him like I do, but it's still fun to play as him. It's so fun to just spear jackhammer and Jack just feel like spear, a monster, Jack, oh, right? Oh, like, it's, it's so much fun. Um, so the roster is rad. Graphics are rad. The gameplay is rad. Oh yeah! Quickly, I wanted to touch on one of the slight knocks I had on this game is they do kind of half-ass some of the entrances. Oh, kind of yeah. come out of the top of the ramp, then they're instantly at the ring and stuff like that. Yeah, you don't get their walk down and their ring poses. Kind of bug me, but I'll, unquestionably the best entrance in this game because it's a top five entrance in pro wrestling history is Matt Hardy's Mattitude oh, entrance with, with, with the, the mad facts and the screen oh. and everything. I fucking adore that entrance. I love man. it so much. I was like. I was a huge Hardy Boys fan as a kid, and when they broke up, it broke my heart. And then when I think Matt only got better when they when he broke away and went there, he started being this co- the cocky heel. Yeah, yeah. He would come out and like and just the Matt facts were great. It's just like Matt Hardy likes mustard on his yeah. on his burger, <laughs> or Matt. It's just the it's really like I think the the quote from the day is a Kurt Hawkins uh, facts thing. We right. stole that from Matt Hardy. Like, I, I thought that was genius. I forgot all about it. Then watching the videos, someone put a clip of Matt Hardy's Mattitude <laughs> entrance, and I was like, yes, oh the Matt that was facts. the best. Oh, they're was, so good. Before Edge, and then he had Shannon Moore Matt. with him too. That's as, right. As Mattitude, as the Mattitude follower, an MFer. And MFR and crack and brilliant. He had Crash Holly at one point too. Brilliant. Uh, so this game, uh, one of my other notes here. Oh yeah, had no commentary, which I fucking ad- I love because the commentary in sports games gets old really fast. Oh, it, it does. But the thing, I think my f- one of the coolest additions, it's continued on, is the elimination chamber. And that's what I was going to say. The two things that this game introduced: one is incredible, and one sucks. And the one that sucks, we can spend three seconds on. It's bra and panty matches. I don't care. Yeah, uh, it's it's of the era. It That's looks what awful. It is. It's, yeah. of, it's of the era. They they're the one thing in that game that still looks cardboardy and shitty because I'm sure it's hard to make like you have to, floppy clothes. But it looks yeah, it was you just have to tear stupid. the clothes off and then they you, you, yeah you play them once and you're two done. versions of every sprite. Yeah, but the elimination chamber. So the elimination chamber match as a whole feels like something someone would have created for a video game. Like it almost but it seems for fake. real life. Like it's like they're. They, it's like they said the year before when they created. Like, Let's create this so we can put it in our video game next year. That's what it feels like. Yeah, a huge cage that surrounds the ring. You put glass chambers in the corners. You can wrestle out of the ring, but still wrestle on steel. <laughs> and that pay per view is this Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> you can. Yeah, by the time you've heard this, it's uh, long. Past, it's long but... done. You could jump off the cell. Like it's. It's like I used my go to match used to be. Uh, well, like when, when when ladder matches came in and they, they were good, I loved the ladder oh, yeah. match. Um, and then I know a lot of my buddies, like we play Royal Rumbles and we like Hell in a Cell. But my favorite match to this day in a video game like this is Elimination oh, Chamber. You, like, to this day, you go online and play an Elimination Chamber online. It's nuts. Dude, they're the best. It's such an insane match. Like, it's, they're like, and they not only did was this the game that introduced them, but they did it really well. Like, like it played great. Perversely, I went into this game and I went in to play an Elimination Chamber mode. So I picked Brock Lesnar, who's one of the highest rated characters in the game. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy because some of the ratings are like 67 for some of these guys. Yeah, and the weird, women right? are in the 40s. It's very weird. And so I and then I start clicking through people, and you can actually select uh, the women to be in the in the elimination chamber with Brock with with <laughs> men. So I was like, intergender. I put a bunch. I put a bunch of different people. I put Bubba Ray, a couple other men, and I put uh, two women in there. And like they they hit like they would hit you. Nothing. Yeah, of course. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, it's cr- it, it, I know it's just a really fun match, and it, it's something I'm so happy they created and put into the games, and it's continued to this day. Yeah. And it's like honestly, like watching them, I could take or leave it on TV. There, sometimes mm. I like them, sometimes I don't. But to play them in a video game is oh, yeah. as entertaining as it gets. Oh, They're very so much good. So, yeah. And and like this was, I know this wasn't the first game to do it, but they were just. I, I still found the novelty of having six guys on the screen at once cool. Yeah, because um, I think you'd, ha- you'd have like six man elimination chambers yeah. and like multi man ladder and matches, and then your rumbles. I think at that point would max out at six people. You could yeah. six or eight people. You couldn't have more than that many in the ring because yeah. the game couldn't handle it. So it would literally wait. And once one was limited, then they would bring another they, one. Yeah, in. that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Elimination chamber is sick. So then, um, I, Oh yeah. And another thing I wanted to bring up was you could fight backstage in this one. Yep. And some of the places you could fight backstage, like you could fight into times square. 
Yeah, you and could then go jump outside. off like billboards and stuff like that. that. That's off crazy. Helicopters the, and shit. The, the fact that they made it Times Square is is the best part. Like, yeah. And I think at one point you see uh, WWF New York, their 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 old uh, yeah, restaurant yeah. in there. Yeah. When you're fighting, you can see WWF New York, and I think you can actually access it at some point in the game. I can't remember. It's funny because like I'm all for like it's this isn't the first game to have backstage fighting. No, uh, but they did a great job of it. Like you could fight in like a locker room where you could put guys through a wall. You could fight a parking lot and drive around on a motorcycle or drive yep. a forklift and shit which like, is which is drive a forklift and a motorcycle in a wrestling game yeah it's kind of crazy it, it almost feels out of place because i really feel like oh yeah and I, and I meant to talk about this right off the top and i forgot they they really went more simulation-y with this one as far as the the gameplay goes like remember you could work a body part you could pick a guy's head or his arm. Yeah, or this was more on like, them. yeah. And then submissions would hit harder and stuff, which I love. Like, I like my wrestling which is, games. It's back to it this day. Like, you, you target certain body parts of the yeah. moves now, but this was more, yeah, tag guy, you hurt him in general. Yeah, which I love. Yeah. I love that simulation style of gameplay. But it's funny that they really seem to be moving in that direction with this game, but then they also yeah. added the ability to fight in Times Square and jump off billboards and helicopters. That, and I know. It, it, it gets, there's some great going more towards realism but then there's some just out of nowhere like you're not gonna be fighting in times square no but it's pretty uh, rad though especially if you want to do hardcore matches oh like you yeah. can do a hardcore match and like there's something about watching the hardcore matches on tv and when it was a good one it seemed so over the top and so crazy and you were able to re- recreate that yeah. in this game with this oh, stupid yeah. backstage you just shit. start smacking the crap out of each other with garbage can lids and cookie sheets oh it's so dumb. such a blast so then uh, the last thing that I wanted to bring up uh, was the career mode. Um, now, here's my opinion, because I actually like the career mode in this game. I th- this is the kind of career mode that, that would f- they'd focus on for a lot of years, mm-hmm. up until about a few years ago when they started doing like general manager mode and yeah, yeah. They had, like universe mode and they have now and then now they have like a special story like this year was Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yeah. Now but this yeah. one like cuz you went from Backlash, which is the event right after WrestleMania, mm-hmm. basically through a calendar year to WrestleMania. Yeah. And you could like you would you couldn't walk around in the backstage, but you could go to your locker which and they pick you, you wanted to go that, deal which with was someone. a feature they took out cuz you could actually walk around backstage in in the it, previous ones, the yeah. Pre- the last two, I think just bring it and uh but it, or, or the last two, whatever they were. But it, that felt kind of dumb. Like there was, we would walk around, but not really do a lot. Like yeah, I, all you do is walk to that locker room and then accept something. Yeah. So really, it's not like you just walk around and randomly get in the fight. I think there was a couple instances you could get into backstreet's brawls, but it was you're still gonna get those backstreet's brawl going through season mode this way. Yeah. One of the things I like about this season mode is that they got rid of the walking around and you just go to your locker and then pick like, oh, I want to do this. I want to talk. That's to something this I wish I they get rid match. of now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love that because this was when the Be- the Bischoff and Stephanie era, and you could go and talk to them and ask for title shots or ask to be traded to the other show. Yeah, which, like, which, is which kind, was rad. Which is kind of awesome. Like, the fact that you, you're, you're, if you don't like what you're doing on the Raw, you can go switch. I'm going to go, re- want to go wrestle the SmackDown guys and go, and you get, to, you get traded over. It's yeah. kind of awesome. Yeah. Cause it, like, like, cause my favorite mode in wrestling games has always been the career mode, mm-hmm. right? And, like, career mode started with you just wrestle up a ladder of nine guys, get a title, that's it. Very and much so, so it's cool that they added this kind of stuff in. One thing that I feel like a wrestling, and I'm surprised that like they haven't nailed it the way I want them to do it yet in a 2K game, is like, and and they, I feel like they're getting close. Is like I, I just want a career mode where it's fucking. I play 20 years, which I know they're working on. I start off in the indies, go to NXT, get called up, and I, I know they're working on all that. This year was the closest, but it, it only spans like a year. Yeah, like you I, start as an indie like, wrestler, then you move it into the fed. Why, why can't I play a career? Like why I want to? I want a real career. I want the Royal Rumble winner to main event WrestleMania every year. I want the Money in the Bank consistent. Do you know what I mean? Like I just like give me all of it. Yeah, like at the do, end of do the, an indie fed for a couple years, then yeah. you go to do your NXT for a couple years, and then you like, you play your career out. When I retire, I want to like I like let me see all my stats. And, the men, and there's literally the a Hall of Fame ceremony. Yeah, like I just and like I'm not like I know we're kind of going on on a rant. This is nothing. Here comes the pain. But I'm like, why can't they do a career mode like that? It just doesn't be seem that hard to me. That would be amazing. Having said that, this was a pretty good career mode. Oh yeah, I think this was the start of what they were perfect over the next ten years. Yeah, yeah. This game, yeah. man. This game, dude. I was looking at some of the old review scores for this game, and it's like nine out of ten, nine point five. Yeah, out of 10, nine I looked at a bunch. They were like nine point five. I think the lowest I saw was like a seven point five. Yeah, or uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was a seven point five. Was the lowest I saw, which is insane for like at this era for these games. It's like that's really really good. Yeah, and I think that um, anyone that's played a ton of wrestling games would put like this has to be a top five on oh, the wrestling easy. list, right? Like, I mean, I think. 
I know I've, I've said a hundred times, I'm not even going to apologize for it anymore. I know No Mercy is the gold standard, just the one everyone talks oh, about. Oh, yeah. This game can go toe-to-toe with No Mercy in a heartbeat. For, and there's a there's a generation, like, for me, like, my No Mercy was being played with my friends. Yeah. The like this this series was the t- was the epitome of the games for me mm-hmm. like this one especially and like so like I have if I think back to that early days it's here comes the pain it's shut your mouth it's just bring it it's yeah. those it's those games that I think about most yeah. when I think back to the old days of gaming I have nothing else to say do no, you it's not me me either we brought the pain oh yeah and Brock Lesnar's <laughs> in and Brock Lesnar I fucking to this day love Brock Lesnar I don't I, even care he's awesome this was the last game he was in up until I think he came back in WWE 12 or 11 or 12 because oh, this was after Cause, he, he, cause he would leave he would leave the following uh, March after Wrestlemania yeah. with Brock that shit storm with Brock with uh, Goldberg. Goldberg how was it Wrestlemania 20 yeah that's the one that never happened uh, yeah. pay-per-view doesn't exist sir that 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 yeah according to WWE, it doesn't <laughs> if you, you you'll know if you're listening to this you know what we're talking mm-hmm. about andre on a scale of one to ten what would you give wwe smackdown here comes the pain eight yeah i'll go 8.5 it's a fucking good game man. oh great game to yeah. this day it's good i wish very much i so. mean you know what one thing that's frustrating about wrestling games is that you're never really going to see re-releases of them because there's too many likenesses in them that you can't get the too many likenesses anymore. and there's and, and because they just release a new one every year every year now yeah. so yeah it's become it's madden it's it's just like madden oh yeah it's, it's madden um, it's nhl it's, it's it's become a franchise a sports franchise simple as that Yes, sir. Uh, good stuff, buddy. Thanks for coming over and doing this. Always happy to. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous that I'm going to get in trouble for using music, but if I haven't already done it by the time I get to this outro, I am totally using John Cena's Thug Life so, theme to get out because I fucking love that song so much. Yeah. Uh, good Word stuff. Thanks, life. buddy. This is basic thugonomics. This is ba- basic thugonomics. <laughs> Word life. I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel me. Word life. This is basic, basic thugonomics. Word life. I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel me. Whether fighting or spitting, my discipline is unforgiving. Got you backing up in a defensive position. An ass kicking anthem, heavyweight or bantam, holding camp for ransom. The microphone phantom. Teams hit the floor, it's the new fight joint. Like a broken needle, kid, you missing a point. We dominate your conference with offense. That's no nonsense. My theme song hits. Get your reinforcements. We strike quick with hard. And that's gonna do it for this week's episode, everybody. Andre, thank you for coming over. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. If you have listened to this prior to, to WrestleMania on Sunday, then I hope you enjoy WrestleMania. If you're gonna watch it, if you listened, if you listen to this after WrestleMania, I hope it didn't suck as much as I think it's going to and uh gomez and that's about it if you're listening to this anywhere please leave me a good review i'd really appreciate it if you're on spotify in particular if you could just shoot me a message and let me know it's working that would be rad as soon as i get one i'll post it all over so that nobody else you guys don't all have to fucking message me but i would just like to know that these things are showing up on spotify and uh thanks for listening guys we have some great episodes coming up i know i say that every week and eventually i'm going to deliver on that promise but there's some great games coming up anyways from all kinds of different systems and genres and eras and uh onward and upward as we chase episode 50 i figured out what game we're going to talk about i got to find the right guest and i got to make it happen but it's going to be fun thanks guys i'm going to get out of here um too much rambling this week as always but that's what i do thanks for listening and i will be back again in seven days with another episode of remember the game take it easy you guys go miz cheers (laughs)